یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے سمیر دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے گسے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 76 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan. Episode number 76, Karan. Uh, do you know how many people have ever worn jersey number 76? I, I don't think anyone would have, read, would have worn that jersey. Why would anyone wear 76? What's good, up with that? Good question, good question. But <laughs> um, unfortunately, your guess is wrong. There has been one okay. person who's worn um, jersey number 76. And you might actually, you, you probably even know the name. Sean yeah. Bradley. Oh, the great Sean Bradley. Sure. Exactly. Um, which, so, which team was he in when he wore that? He, he was in the 76ers when he wore that. So, not Perfect. Ha- so what's, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's pretty obvious why he chose the 76 number, I think. Yeah, he has 76 <laughs> on both sides of his jersey. Exactly. Um, that's wonderful. That's, that's really cool. Uh, not too many other people can say that, I suppose. Um, unless you're a, you have jersey number 39 playing for Adelaide 39ers. Uh, which... <laughs> Which Vishesh could have been, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, 1976 is also another title for the Boston Celtics. So, the less said about that, the better, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you doing, Karan? You enjoying the playoffs? I am. The playoffs have been fun. I I, I don't buy anyone's... Um, I don't overreact to anything like people saying that the first round wasn't interesting enough or the second round is too much or whatever. I like all of it. I like the drama... I like the bullshit. I like everything. So, uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying. I, I like I, I find something I find something fun in, you know, yeah. every series. You, and, you're just, and you're, you're just like a drug addict. You just need something. It's true. I was I was speaking to uh, a friend of mine during um a few weeks ago and we were talking about the, the lockout that happened in 2011. Yeah. And uh, and you know like we as NBA fans our lives are pretty set. in terms of at least like for me in india for example yeah every day i know during the season that i will have something to do in the mornings while i have breakfast or whatever you know i can yeah. watch nba there's some purpose to my day up beyond that exactly and during the off season i take okay you know it's just three or four months but that's fine i can I, i'm used to that as a life cycle yeah it's um, like it's like hibernation migration exactly all of that stuff But when the lockout happened and there was no basketball till the end of December, I really, even though it was just two more months, mm-hmm. November, December, yeah. I felt so empty and worthless. I had this existential crisis of what I was doing <laughs> in my life. Like, wh- what was I even here? You know, what else is there to do if there's no NBA? So I'm really glad that uh, there are no lockouts and I hope there won't be any more in the future. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> really, really hope that too. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm I'm very much the same in the sense that we're just programmed to expect these things and even even few days ago when there was actually like no first round match um, yeah. on, on one of the days it was like wait what's going on should be it the was offensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, excellent, excellent. So there's not much that's happening in the Indian basketball world except one um, one item that's on my list here. Uh Karan, um a couple of a uh, couple of episodes ago when we broke the news about um India hosting its first ever NBA preseason game. We made made a few jokes about how the India Pacers are going to be there, or like Vikram, yeah. Vikram Oladipu is going to be there, or you know, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Um, yeah. On that same tangent, is yes. um, Har- is Harish Barnes <laughs> in India? Harish right Barnes or 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 Hari and Sons? Yeah, exactly. Either way. <laughs> uh, 
yes, Harrison Barnes is in India and he's sort of here to promote the the big game uh, that's going to take place in October between his his Sacramento Kings. Yeah. You know, he he only joined them two weeks ago or sorry two months ago, and uh, between them and in the India Pacers. Yeah. So um, so he's there. He's he spent some time in Delhi. He's going to be in um, uh, Mumbai. I think right now uh, he's going to show up during this weekend during uh, covering the live NBA broadcast on Sony Six. Excellent. And then uh, he'll be back in Delhi, and I'll actually probably be seeing him in a couple of days when he uh, when he returns to Delhi for his uh, for some of the Reliance Foundation work. So I'm looking forward to that. That's that's awesome. And you you were always a Harrison Barnes fan. You you always believed, I was believed in his I, talent right from his North Carolina days to you know him. I really oh. did. You know, I used to think that he is the best player on, on those Warriors. Yeah, I, I remember those days. <laughs> I uh, was very wrong. <laughs> um, uh, you but, you thought he'd get a second chance when he went to Dallas, and to be honest, like it wasn't necessarily his fault. I think he he did yeah. what he was asked to, but and he's a he's not like an all-world star, but he's a very good like very good he, average player. He should be the way the NBA is moving now. You know, three yeah. and D guys, people who are tall can shoot, can put the ball on the floor, can mm-hmm. somewhat defend. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a great defender, but he has the potential to be. Yeah, he seemed like he would. He should be an important player in the NBA right now. Yeah, I think. And, uh, it's, I think he'll have a long career. I think he's. he's yeah, he's just one of those guys who, who just like a good dude. Um, does yeah. a lot of like little things. He's gonna have a long career, um, and we're gonna be speaking about him in like. Um, contending teams for uh, many years from now as well. I'm sure about that. But I think more than any of this, Karan, the reason why he's won your heart is something that you posted on Twitter today. Yes, I, <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> uh, good on you for for bringing that up. He he did an interview with um, one of my colleagues on First Post, First Post, Amit Kamath, who's actually been a former guest on our podcast. He was here uh, a year ago previewing the NBA Finals after his trip to Cleveland. And uh, Amit met uh, Harrison Barnes and he interviewed him. And Harrison said, and I quote, the food here, here meaning India, is way better than in the United States. I was a big fan of Indian cuisine. So uh, I guess Harrison just becomes a Hall of... Should we, should we put him on the, 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 the Basketball Hall of Fame today or should we wait till tomorrow? I don't know. But either way, I think there. Can, I think we can put him right away. We can I even change we, his name. Harish. Harish is great for him. Yeah. He, he looks and feels like a Harish. So <laughs> <laughs> He looks and feels... I might bring that up, Kaushik, when I see him in a few days. I'm like, I, if maybe your Indian doppelganger name could be Harish. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Uh, maybe he'll plug up podcast as well. Who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, excellent. So th- it, that's exciting that he's going to be yeah. around, and it's really, really exciting that um, India is actually going to get its first preseason game. That's that's unreal. Yes. It, it hasn't really sunk in, but I think closer to the event date, it'll be a, a bit more of a bigger deal. Um, yeah. So there's that, and there's also. Another potential um, addition to your Bollywood basketball connection as well. I feel oh like we God. have to bring this up. Do we? Uh, <laughs> we, we I mean, you're, you're the same person. I'm talking to a person who wrote top 10 Bollywood I, basketball moments articles. So um, I, I do happen to be a, a connoisseur of Bollywood basketball, but but this was just a cheap version of, of, of it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fine. Let's. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Now, now, now we should say we should we should we should mess around anymore. Deepika Padukone took a layup. And Ranveer Singh commented on the layup on Instagram, and the Indian media is now thinking it's the biggest deal of all time. Yeah. All the headlines that I've been going through today, and I torture myself because I read these headlines, are all about she makes a perfect shot or she made this cool thing. And uh, 
what did she she made a layup come on dipika take a three or something take yeah. break some ankles or alternatively one up kajol and take a layup in a sari exactly exactly you are you are you, you aren't on kajol level yet dipika come on <laughs> uh no uh karan i i am i've started to believe in things like you have to start looking on the positive side of everything um and i think the way i look at it is it's getting yes. all the attention maybe we'll finally have a basketball league maybe basketball will finally um you know become huge in in india um why because the pickard took an open layup yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right because padmavati took a layup come on man i, I think I, i think you you've just put an end to my brief spell of optimism there uh, i'll i'll go back to the cynical version of myself uh, i think i think it's a better fit yes thank you very much uh, no but, but we have some more optimism coming up definitely so uh, can you tell our listeners about who our special guest today is we have one of the most experienced players of the indian women's team joining our podcast straight away her name is Rashpreet Siddhu she's been a uh, she's been a major part of india basketball for almost a decade maybe more i'm going to get all the deets from her and um, just a very well known figure in the indian basketball community and so she has so many stories to tell and i can't wait to get started so i'm glad to introduce Rashpreet Siddhu to Hubdarshan Rashpreet is one of the most experienced basketball players in india and um, As far as I know, the only woman to have represented the country in three Asian Games is that right, Rasprit? That is right, but it's also you know you'll have to add a little sentence there, which is the only woman to be a part of the starting five oh group for past three Asian Games wow. because I have one of my juniors, Priya Darshini from Tamil Nadu. She's okay. played three Asian Games as well. Okay. So the yeah. only one to start in three Asian games that is yes. super impressive, <laughs> and I think for for a long time we've been trying to get you, and you know for some reason schedules didn't work out. So I'm very happy that you're finally on Hubdarshan. Um, Rasprit, uh, you, you know you also have very deep basketball roots in Delhi, and you played right. such a major role for the state team for almost a decade in so many important tournaments. And um, from what I know now that you are now with the Shiv Nader schools, right? Yes, and, uh, I am. And you help coach and be an academy prospect as well. And you have been seen on TV <laughs> on Sony Six wraparound shows. So, yes. so we are having, you know, we we really have some celebrity f- flavor here. And you are obviously much better than this broadcasting lifestyle than we are. No, so, uh, no. So maybe you can true. teach us a little bit. <laughs> so before we get started, Jasprit, uh, tell me a little bit about your background. Where are you from? So I am basically from Punjab, Jalandhar, to be precise. That's where my forefathers are from, but I've been born and brought up in Delhi. Okay, okay. Yes. So, so you are Pakka Delhi girl. Yes. Okay, I hope and that's in a good way. So I, yes, you know, there's this. Every place has good and bad. It's fine. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I can live with that. I can live with that completely. Karan, I'm starting to wonder if there's any like non-Pakka Delhi girl. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not there's not non if you're a Delhi girl you go all in. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh, how did you um like tell me a little bit about your family like how 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 did do you come from an athletic family? How how did the basketball side thing begin? So basically, you know, my father was an athlete okay. and he was very close to run for the nation. Okay. but he settled down playing only for delhi and he was his event was long distance running which is 1500 okay. meters and 5000 meters yeah. and all of that and yeah. he played a little bit of basketball in college okay. but ironical to this he never forced me 
to play any sport or to pick up any sport right he but yeah. he was he still is big on being healthy and physically fit mm-hmm. so he used to just grab me and take me along and you know we used to i i remember my childhood very clearly karan where i used to just go for you know jogs with him but i never oh. knew that i'm developing my motor skills in the same way. so like typical father daughter duo going in the morning uh-huh. where daughter is good 7 8 9 years old and nothing <laughs> more than that and i remember he used to hang me on a tree and he used to say whenever you want to come down just leave the trench and i was like uh, uh hello i think i want to fall down or something but he would like no but there was a major lesson even in that right that yeah. even if you fall down you can you know just get back up On Those were early skills in, in getting your basketball leaping ability, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That that's why I think he was a foresighted. Indiv- he is a foresighted individual where he must have thought about all of this. Yeah. So yeah, but he never. You know, the best part was that he never pushed me into anything. What I've done so far. So I, and I also must tell you that I wouldn't have been speaking to you if not for him and my mother and my yeah. you know entire family. Mm-hmm. So yeah it was and so that's how it, I think developed those athletic genes and later on like you know in any typical school a decade before I'm sure you also must have experienced all these things where if you're an athletic kid you will be pulled to each and every sport the school mm-hmm. team can possibly put you in so I remember uh, picking up athletics as my very first exposure to any sport at the district or the state level and i was a runner i was a short distance runner and i was also declared the best athlete so this weird one fine day my pe teacher comes to me and says why don't you come and you know there's a basketball coach coming tomorrow and he was based out of us so why don't you come and just just How explore the sport <laughs> i was i was 11 years old i was 11 years old when i first got exposed to basketball and Karan, I'm not exaggerating. Within six months, I stopped looking at any other sport. Also, with all due respect to everything else I had oh. played, but I think I was made to play basketball. Yeah. I hooked. I just got hooked on to the sport, and you know, I remember my coach telling me that basketball has become a drug for you mm-hmm. in a good way. Where you know, I got so passionate and so glued to it, and there was no looking back. And today we are here, sitting, and we are chatting, and you know, having this conversation. That's amazing. So, did you have siblings or someone to play with also, or were you uh, were were you the only one in your family who sort of no, followed so, the game? Yeah. So basically, we are three siblings in total. Like I have two. I've got one elder brother who's seven years elder to me, and I've got an elder sister who's six years elder to me. So more, they were more like a mother and father to me. So I'd had two <laughs> sets of parents <laughs> wow. as compared to because of the you know just the gap. But mm-hmm. my brother used to play at a very early age. You know, he used to play from Delhi. but he met with an accident and then he stopped playing and my sister is a complete nerd i hope okay. she's not listening to me and she'll never <laughs> listen to this my fingers crossed i'm just hoping it but you know i so i think it is because of her being a complete nerd and let me add it that she was also the delhi university topper in physics yeah. from hansraj college and all of that where she got scholarship to play i mean to see it yeah. again comes to play <laughs> nerd is so a compliment by the way to study yes no 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 i know but in you know just the sportsy <laughs> language if you see ah, no mm-hmm. so yeah. that's where it was coming from no no it's definitely a compliment because of her i got to learn that you know there has to be a complete balance between academics and your playing mm-hmm. because you being master in one will not really wouldn't have wouldn't have made me reach where i am today mm. so that's that's all i can say so it definitely siblings in my family had a huge role 
and my coach obviously had a huge role to play in my very little success stories that's so that's awesome uh, respect I, i want to talk to you about how you sort of went from this 11 year old girl to sort of breaking into you know delhi state teams and <laughs> national teams and stuff like that so when did that happen and was it was it like a quick jump from you know playing at the school level to there i uh, so i must tell you that in and you can quote me wherever you want to and you know so to play for delhi state team when i'm talking about early 2002s and 2001s you had to know how to run fast mm-hmm. which i was very good at because i like i told you i was an athlete mm-hmm. and you had to know how to take a layup shot and you're good to go <laughs> that's all you needed you know so because so because so i had so typical much- padukone can do it now so <laughs> take a layup yeah but the only thing was it's only it's only it it only applies for under 14 category and it used to apply for under 14 category during that time i yeah. think i'm misstating that point so yeah i think i made a quick jump to be a part of the under 14 squad and i remember very clearly we went to kapoorthala to play the national championship but i think that was the break point for me because when i saw these teams from chatisgarh mp punjab and you know not, not just girls but even boys and I was mesmerized to know that I am so bad. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I know technically is just how to take a layup shot. So that was like an eye opener and I really wish that I have to take the state to the top. You know that's only till the national level that I thought nay I have to become better than what I am. So I got a lot of inspiration and motivation being a part of the Delhi squad team and playing that national championship. Mm. Yeah and also to the in, yeah Yeah and when did you break through to the Indian team and did you ever think that was going to happen when you first started off Uh you know I think I I have to say this and put it in this way that I think I was really fortunate and and I'm really blessed and grateful that my basically my dad had taken me in 2000 for an Asian basketball championship which was happening in Talkatora stadium mm. and I remember clearly Indian women playing in that championship and they were playing Japan Mm-hmm. they were yeah. playing with japan right and i don't know what he happened to me he was in that india time. back then was it shiba was the main player back then yes she, she was she was definitely there but i don't you know i won't lie but i won't completely remember which all players the indian uh, players i saw i'm ago. so sorry yeah. it was <laughs> long time ago but also i got stuck to yuko oga from japan okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. because literally she was all over the court you know with all due respect to our indian team obviously remember a lot shivadi was definitely there and there were few others divyadi was playing as well if i'm not wrong so the, but then i got to hooked on to this japanese player who later became an my idol who yeah. still is she stopped playing though and then i knew when i was going back you know i had a conversation with my dad and i said that i think i know what i have to do in life and that was like a serious conversation with a 10 year old my father was having at that time right <laughs> and I mean you know and he said okay that's interesting and what is it that i need that blue jersey mm-hmm. and i need to play for the country i think i know what i have to do in life so my dad was pretty you know pretty taken aback but at the same time he was very happy and i completely remember myself repeating this a lot of other times you know it, it's a very i'm sure you all have had this experience before that you'll go to your dad's friend or your dad or parents you know office or any area and people tend to ask in india a lot of times hmm. what do you want to become when you grow up yeah and my instant response would be i want to play for the country you know i want to represent india this is what i want to do in basketball 
so and they were like wow so i think i got that is why going back to when i said i was fortunate enough and you know to know and to have a goal and an aim very early mm-hmm. in my life and then there was no looking back i made my breakthrough in 2004 when i was in 10th grade mm-hmm. i was all just about to be 15 years old and i played an under 18 championship Yeah, and you were the youngest player in the. I court, was the youngest, right? yeah. and yeah, fifteen years old. I think me, Anita, the and Sharina, the only players to have played under eighteen category when we were barely fifteen years old. Wow. So yeah, but I clearly remember it was the same feeling like I had back in uh, Kapoorthala when I went from Delhi. Is that when I went from India in the under eighteen category, going and seeing such amazing talent, and you know, just getting so inspired when. each and everyone not just my teammates but even every team we played against so yeah that's awesome you're you're a real student of the game and it shows in <laughs> in the way uh, you know it it inspired you and shaped you as a person as well that's awesome yeah thank you so much and just pre that i mean so your answer made me think about this a little bit we have interviewed um we've interviewed indian women national players from uh, varanasi of course uh, right where i'm from singh sisters are from there yes uh, yes from the south from tamil nadu kerala from chatisgarh and they all have slightly different stories you know varanasi often the story has been overcoming a lot of like society pressure to go right. and play in right. the south is very different actually in many cases um, there's such a good structure and for a lot of these girls that they were you know it wasn't a big deal if they went into athletics you know the, the, uh, Uh, then in Chhattisgarh, there's a different story. A lot of these girls came right. from different backgrounds, tribal backgrounds, right. you know. So they had their own struggle. Did you feel any struggle as a woman getting into the sport of basketball from Delhi? See, uh, to start with, I think at a very initial stage, I would say that I did not feel any struggle as such. But I should also tell you, my father had a huge role to play in this. the only reason being you know he actually brought me up like how a child is irrespective of the gender mm-hmm. is supposed to be brought up whereas he never let me feel that you know you can't go out in shorts or you can't travel in buses or you can so i remember i was in grade 9 when he sent me from delhi to indore for a national camp in second mm-hmm. ac all alone wow yeah that's and really far i go and today i go back to him and ask him where did you get all this confidence from <laughs> you know because i say wow that was crazy either you were really you know you just do happy go lucky kind of a guy but but he said no there was a huge message in that because you have to be an independent person irrespective of who you are so that's why i think at the early stage i won't say that i found or i faced any sort of discrimination or struggle to get into the sport etc but i must tell you as and when we i started growing up right and we started started playing a lot more for the country and there came a stage to be a part of any professional team mm. that is where i thought and i still feel and i still struggle when it comes to managing between work and playing for the country because i'm the only passion driven country fashion driven by passion player in india right i'm a non professional athlete I don't work for any professional team. So, but although my school really supports me, Shivnara, they really the CEO and the trustee. They are extremely proud of the fact that I'm playing for the country, and they give me all the support which I need. 
but you know i'm i'm trying to tell you that when it came to being a part of a professional team and with all due respect i never saw myself in railways i never saw myself in kerala electricity board i i wanted to do maybe because of you know i got equal exposure in academics i i had a bigger dreams mm-hmm. and wilder dreams if i may call it so i think that became a struggle and that's when i realized that there is a lot of discrimination yeah when it's to do with men and women so it's not do not don't take me wrong i'm a very positive mindset sort of a person and this is no complaining but i'm saying that at some point of time you do feel that you're doing equally well or maybe better than your counterpart when it comes to a particular sport and you've got lesser options you know i would love to be just a part of a team and just represent the country and become better than who i am if i was given time only to practice right this is what i mean that professionalism leagues etc has a big role to play in any athlete's career especially the one who's representing the nation so this so, is where i think yeah, that I'm, there was i'm very happy you brought that up because me and koshik we have an imaginary drinking game almost that every time <laughs> someone brings up the yeah. league that will never happen in indian basketball we you know we get, i we i won't say never happen you know i, I mean <laughs> I would just hope and I'm still hoping and this is just one of my dreams that I hope I'm still playing when it happens. You know. <laughs> I hope I'm still That's alive when it happens. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure the federation's working on it and there are I don't know what are the hiccups though but I'm sure they're working on it and now and then we tend to listen that there the league is being announced and all of that. But like I told you you know I'll be very happy for the youngsters and juniors to be a part of that but I'm being a little selfish in the saying I want to play <laughs> one before I stop me. So yeah. Thank you for saying what what we are we are tired of hearing each other say this. <laughs> so, uh, so 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 that's one thing and the second point was uh, you made completely right thing about the options because it, it isn't just about the league as an option. I was right. talking talking to Prashanti Singh about this a few months ago. Right. It's also about uh, having options of even the the, the semi professional jobs. because for example if if, if there's so few uh, units in india which actually yes. have quotas for women's sports right. and for women's basketball so so men for example you know they, a male player who plays for ongc can can sort of leverage his, his job he can say definitely that, yeah that i if ongc you better give me a better job otherwise i'm going to join railways right but women players don't really have the privilege of the leverage because there's so few opportunities that they it takes a longer time for them to rise up the ranks professionally right right um but anyways i don't want to be bogged down by <laughs> what we know no 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 but you are but you're very true in saying you know i think every every player right now and i'm you know let's just talk about basketball right i was given an opportunity to be a part of the railways like i told you when i was in grade 11th and almost every railway approached me and i'm not trying to talk big about myself but i'm just saying that when there's a rising star who railways can see potential in and they can go and join but i never saw myself but then later on i got to a point where i got stuck and saying okay what next because you know you're playing for the country all of that is great but at the same time karan you need to fend for yourself and i always liked how my dad raised me up to be an independent person so now yeah. what next so that got me thinking and you know with so that's why i joined university first i was an assistant professor in delhi university and it was really hard to just manage my playing and <laughs> although i did play 2014 asian games when i was then assistant professor in miranda house but then later i realized that this is not what i want to do because maybe i want to work with the grassroots level and not just basketball and that's when i 
had a shift of working from the universities to the school level where you can at least given provide an opportunity to you know budding athletes or even at grassroots level that's what our country needs yeah. eventually players to come up from that from the first young level yeah. young so that was the aim but then thankfully i still feel that i am lucky enough to be a part of an organization which understands and which is proud of the fact that someone's playing for the country but you talk yeah. karan you talk about any other private institution and i don't know if a lot of my team members who joined and i don't i don't want to take names you know everyone has their own policies etc but they don't allow and you can't manage because it's a 10 hour job plus 4 hours of your training it's tough it's not easy but you know you'll have to set your priorities and all of that so it's just one respect to do who got lucky but how about millions many other of my friends who who just could not get this opportunity right that's what bothers me till date and this is the struggle which the women feel till date in our country well i'm glad that i mean at least you are sort of in a place which you're comfortable with uh, between right. your job and your basketball and like um you're you obviously you know uh, i, I want to take you back a little bit to what you had told koshik uh, about uh, your very first experience playing for the national team right um, i'm sure that was like obviously one of the most memorable moments yes uh, what <laughs> that else would, what else would stand out now that now it's we talking about 2004 so that this is 15 years now 15 years of yeah. you being, being a part of the national team junior yes. youth and then senior you know uh, yeah. youth junior and senior um do you have any other like memories that immediately come to mind of of playing for india internationally that you would like to share definitely yes you know i would just uh, i'm i'm big on stories kind of so <laughs> okay, i might please. take a little longer we, than we love that you know, <laughs> so i'm just saying that definitely more than one you know because this is what i lived by my life so far and you know for years to come is primarily basketball and then yeah. rest everything comes second So you know I hope my husband's not listening to this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so no no he no 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 he backs me up in this too it's all because of him too that I'm here. anyway so just jokes apart I think when any athlete starts playing right and when you especially go get the chance and a breakthrough to play for the national team immediately the next step and i'm a big believer in dreams and you'll hear this from me i think at least five times more in this conversation i'm sorry <laughs> for that but i'm big believer in dreams and i'm big believer in setting targets and you know just having a vision so the vision when i when this vision was achieved which is me being in the indian jersey playing for the country it immediately changed and you know i think back and i'm i i actually feel proud of myself for having this gift of immediately changing your vision and taking yourself and challenging yourself for the next step which was to have a podium finish mm-hmm. i said okay we've played for the country but we're not settling with this how about getting a medal and what can we do to get a medal and to have a podium finish because you know everyone who starts playing in any sport karan i'm sure i'll i'll take you to down to the memory lane this was in 2009 in asian indoor games it was the first asian indoor games in vietnam okay where we were playing the gold medal match and we were just seconds away from the gold medal but you know you say the game is not over till the last second and that came very true in front of our eyes it was a 3 on 3 competition i'm talking about okay and we finished second okay. we lost to thailand by one point so we finished second but again being on the podium receiving a medal on behalf of the entire nation this is one of the most memorable you know experience i've had 
but we didn't settle in and i didn't want to like me and my team didn't want to settle in for this so we said but we need to hear a national anthem we <laughs> need to see i need to see my flag going up the entire participants the world being standing you know to the indian flag going up and the national anthem playing and i think we again got an opportunity same four of us so it was geetu anajos me prashanti and anita okay who are part of this squad where that's a again that's a very good team yeah. that is an outstanding team <laughs> that's an amazing is, team <laughs> this was the first also karan this was the first 3 on 3 championship the indian women had ever participated ah. in 2009 that's amazing yes and <laughs> we were second in the championship and i clearly ah. remember this team was selected right after the chennai fiba asia which happened in 2009 yes, yes so yeah. so i was very so, so lucky so was in her prime she was basically yes, playing at yes, the highest she level was, yeah. she was she yeah. was and i was the budding bachcha of the team <laughs> <laughs> got an opportunity to just i was in grade 12 Wow! So, yeah. So, How did it feel? I'm sorry to inter- like to be among like to be playing at this level with these great players, and and you're still in school. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's so hard for me to now. I'm I'm generally good in vocabulary, Karan, but you're testing <laughs> my skills here because it is so tough to put the feeling in mere words. It's just not enough. You know, you're playing with the stars who you looked up to. and you know i in delhi team i definitely played with prashanti yeah. shibadi divya and all of them so definitely had that taste but playing with all the you know the best players india have produced so far i mean one few of the best players india yeah. has produced and being at that level and getting to play that it's it's amazing but i got this opportunity in 2007 so by the time in 2009 i was settled in and gotten over that thing of oh wow i'm in the senior indian team and all of that so it was pretty amazing I mean, this is uh, this is how I can put it in the end. So in 2011, going back to what I was saying, we finally had a gold medal, and I was fortunate enough because we have a rolling captaincy. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to be the leader of the team, in spite wow. of being the youngest member of the team. Wow. So that was amazing. You know, it was just too good. And if you talk about the most recent memorable experience, which was definitely 2018, and Karan, you know, just focus on a shift here a little bit. which also i just realized here in 2018 i was the senior most player member of the team leading the team yeah, yeah. you know so, so uh, it's uh, and like cause, because anita did not come for this tournament so you were like, no so yeah. it was me shireen jina and grima mm. and we you know that was the closest to victory because we lost our semi finals against malaysia by 5 points Mm-hmm. and we almost beat new zealand we just lost to them by one point which worked in our favor eventually because we got a, a lighter team in the quarter finals mm-hmm. but we finished fourth in the tournament yeah and i was also declared as the fourth best scorer of the tournament okay in spite so you know just coming down the way these few memories would always stay with me no matter what that's that's amazing respite uh, and another moment that i want to specifically talk to you about Uh, primarily because like we've had other uh, senior indian women women guests who have come on hoop session to to sort of talk about how they felt as well including the person who actually made this shot that we are talking about so i think you you're already getting an idea of what this is so in in bangalore <laughs> when uh, shireen hit the buzzer beating winner against kazakhstan um to, yes. to actually win the yes. second division uh, I, i think you could not have probably like scripted that better uh, you know last shot for the win Uh, what were the emotions when you saw that shot go through 
it was it was everything you know it it was like we were i remember in four and a half months of a national camp mm-hmm. so i'll tell you a secret of our team i think i can say that now mm-hmm. which was you know we were actually getting prepared to play lebanon the mm-hmm. whole time the right. whole time because if you put it on paper with the past experiences with the scouting group etc we were very sure that lebanon is going to beat kazakhstan in that tournament mm-hmm. but it it happened otherwise kazakhstan beat lebanon in a very close game where lebanon had a very bad day maybe mm-hmm. so now we had a situation where we play lebanon and we played lebanon and we thought wow we are in division 1 <laughs> because initially we were told that the top 2 will definitely go to division 1 and top 2 mm. from division 1 would come to division B because it was a new format because Oceania was also right. taking yeah. part for the yeah. fir- very first time in this tournament right mm-hmm. so but and later we got to know no so we play Kazakhstan and only the winner gets to go to division A <laughs> and the team which is preparing for Lebanon for four and a half five months was now at a standstill where wow you play Kazakhstan and you be so there's just a little you know just a little bit of what we all thought pressure. that this is what we need to yeah, do this, this is stuff but, that, uh, like nobody has reported about so it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and I think I can proudly say that because our squad we were we were just so motivated and we were just so hell bent on the fact that we need to get our spot back in division a that we wanted it really bad and i think we just wanted a little more than what kazakhstan wanted right because you could see that from the effort of the entire team those entire 40 minutes of the game so and coming back to shireen that was one player i've seen from the very junior level and she's always been a promising player and she's also my roommate now for past 4 years so i have oh, to wow. say this <laughs> no, this one. And, and no, she's apparently an instagram about. star now she's uh, yes she's she's the star of all the trick shots in india she is she is and i'm going to go back and tell her to you know just show me a few of those shots live because <laughs> exactly. i'm going to tell her yeah, that i hope yeah. you're not you know you're not playing around with your skills and obviously. or she she's, probably she's very skilled she probably does them 25 <laughs> times and hits one come on shireen you know knowing shireen <laughs> she might be doing it 50 times but the best part is she won't stop till she achieves it <laughs> so like that's the bottom line for me and that's amazing and that shot coming back to it i mean it was everything but now on a funnier and a lighter note i must tell you once all the celebrations etc were over i went up to her and i said shireen i was dead free on your left <laughs> What were you thinking? And she only needed uh, a two pointer. She took a three, you know, but she only needed. No, it the, was a two. The scores point. were tied, it wasn't was, it? Yeah. No, no, no. It was a two pointer. We were losing by one. Oh was, yeah, yeah. And she course, took yeah. it right, right. Yeah. You know, very close to the three point line, but right above the elbow. Oh, counted so, as a two. Okay. You know yeah. how? Cl- and you know now, Karan, and you know you know why I remember this because I was right there, like right next to her <laughs> on the left, and saying she. So just jokes apart, but then it was it was amazing and. basketball the crowd, the team yes crowd was uh, crowd actually gave us it was a great help which we received and now when i go to these nba shows it helps me a lot to talk about home and away <laughs> because crowd actually gives you a high you know I, and let me put it on it's it's amazing that we talking about all these things and i've got so many things to share and i hope we don't run out of time so there's no so, there's <laughs> there's time limit you can speak for as long as you want so i was saying that i a squad from shivnara school which i lead in sports had come 
all the way to Bangalore just to support the Arasfreet ma'am and just to support wow. the Indian team playing. And all of them, they actually so they're like craftsmen there, right? They went up to all these other teams and they supported for them. So there were people from Japanese embassy, from Korean embassy, and all of that. So they actually supported these teams. to get the support for us in the next game <laughs> so smart. you could literally that is so smart yeah <laughs> and i was really proud of that so the entire stadium you could see was cheering for india and we me including my teammates were a little i said uh okay this is new and later i got to know the secret so, <laughs> so it was amazing you know being playing in india in front of your people and i think it was really inspirational and we got a little more visibility than we would have got if we would have gone out to play yeah, because yeah. normally these things doesn't get reported yeah. as well as they should be till now so it was just you know mesmerizing to be a part of that team to be right next to you know just shoulder to shoulder with the entire team and representing the country and getting ourselves back to division a yeah so next year or no or will it this be this year this year oh yeah we're talking about it this year of this course year. so so much time yeah i can't believe yeah. two years have passed already uh, yes yeah so so we are in division a now uh, yes where, we are uh, do, do you have uh, do, do you have an, a sort of a, a road map of when you go to camp when you start preparing for for the next tournament we we've, we've not got anything uh, officially out yet mm-hmm. because prior to the fiba asia championship where actually the venue has not been decided by fiba is all i get to know and they're going to have a conference very soon where they decide the dates but we've got a tentative month which might i'm from my experience saying can be between august to yeah. october yeah yeah and yeah but before that we've got a asia fiba asia cup 3 on 3 coming up this mm-hmm. month yeah which yeah. is in changshou china yeah so, so are you going for that me. I'm part of the squad which has been selected to appear for the selection trials. Basically, okay. they've selected six members of okay. from okay. the recent national championship. Okay. And they're supposed to send four, so I won't be able to tell you if I'm a part because. But I'm definitely going for the camp, and I got an official invite yesterday oh, from okay, the federation awesome. to be a part of the Congrats. camp, which starts. Thank you so much. Which starts. That's breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I'll be going to Bangalore on the 11th of this month. Okay. Okay, my CEO doesn't know this. Maybe he's. <laughs> 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 this Let be, me go really back to him tomorrow. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the rest of you might also be overestimating the reach of our podcast. So um, as long as as long as um, you. You <laughs> never know. You know, he's just a, such a sports fanatic, and he would love to hear this. You never know. <laughs> So tell us a little bit more about you know you, you have been um, you know n- n- now you coach in Delhi and you have pretty much grown up yeah. playing basketball in Delhi uh, and we we started off this conversation very early by talking about you know how you are a pakka Delhi girl so 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 what is a pakka Delhi basketball player what differentiates a Delhi basketball player from players of other parts of the country do you guys have your own special personality or style or anything like that ah uh, you know it's a very difficult question. i must tell you that but uh, yeah Thank going you. back to <laughs> yeah that's a compliment man so <laughs> you know let me tell you let me tell you very frankly because i'm big on you know just being myself on the show and i mean on the podcast etc delhi right now let me talk about the team first which is i was the only in the senior national for a lot for a long number of years only actual player who's been born and brought up in delhi yeah. 
yeah. where the where the sister singh sisters akansha uh, pratima divya and uh, prashanti had come from up originally shibadi had come from chandigarh and there were other players because majorly because of the mtn team which was formed back then in delhi right so it was very different experience playing with this professional stars at that time and i was one of the junior most and they definitely we definitely had our because we've played a lot of we've appeared a lot of in a lot of finals in the national championship yeah, yeah, yeah. which was big in its own way yeah. and we would always play railways and yeah. always lose but it's okay <laughs> that's just an experience you know when you lose it's an experience so yeah. railways basically railways is railways you know why uh, i'll tell you why <laughs> because i'll tell you why yeah exactly golden state warriors because they just had all the all stars <laughs> because it's so unfair it, there are so hey, many hey, railways hey, so you hey, select you, the best <laughs> but you you guys have your stars too come on don't sell this no 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 i'm not so many of india players were delhi but players but i'm saying yes definitely so it was and it was and it was always a very close game yeah so it's not that we always had like a one sided game or all of that but you know why i mentioned that was current because there were two different style of game and i was a part of the two different genre of teams mm-hmm. so one was the senior delhi team where i was a youngster and later on became to be one of the senior most in playing for the delhi and reaching the finals but i also remember very clearly in my early years of playing for basketball that we had a lot of amazing talent even in delhi but we would always fall short of reaching to the quarter finals but i must tell you with with so much pride that in spite of you know because delhi that time did not have a great culture for basketball yeah. it mm-hmm. did not it it took its own time to develop yeah because there had to be a lot of work which had to be put at the grassroots level yeah because essentially delhi as you know it's a, it's not as big as these other states and we don't have any district system so the only system there is the school plays each other and the best one gets picked up for the of delhi state trials and that so you have to give it to me that you know when a pool is not as big as the other states it becomes all the way more difficult to produce the winning teams of them because there has to be more than one or two players in a game like basketball to go and represent the state but i'm i going back to where i started even that time i saw my team grow and we were big on learning and growing so there was a time in under 16 championships where we finished third and that was huge for us that is one of my most memorable experience if you ask me playing for delhi state and now i've been playing for delhi state for 18 years so like i tell you you know i won't be able to tell you a particular style what delhi always had but i must tell you there were a lot of teams which looked up to delhi state team yeah majorly because you know the way you play and the way you conduct yourself off the court excellent um let's see <laughs> last last question before uh, we let you go uh, you you've had an experience in the last in the last few months of uh, being a, being in the broadcasting sort of industry um right um, talking on the nba india shows and so on um what has that experience been like and how is it different to anything else you've done um, maybe on the court see uh, it is definitely very different from gathering experiences when you're out there on the court and playing mm-hmm. but i must tell you that this has also been one of my very enjoyable experience which i have had so far mm-hmm. because and you know majorly because and you will i'm sure you'll agree with me and one of my another aim was to be on tv and to sort of you know 
push my limits and see if I'm okay in front of the camera because as you know it's a live show and mm-hmm. they can throw down questions at you and I never knew if I'm a camera person all of that so that was for personally for me it was a big jump where I never knew that this is a part of me which I can explore as well right right but on the on similar and on the side and the major aim for me was to just give a little more visibility to the sport in the country yeah you know yeah. for the indian citizens to just switch on the tv and see <clears throat> excuse me and see someone who's playing for the nation talking about the game yeah and to be able to you know present herself and her team and talk basketball so that was one that is and still is one of the major aims to be a part of that show but let me tell you that it is such an amazing feeling to just see the energy which is there on the show karan where we get a lot of live callers as well Yeah yeah and they talk with so much enthusiasm and you know just great will about one of the teams they support so i wasn't used to listening to people with so much passion mm. with someone who's not actually or maybe not actually playing basketball but just a fan yeah. in a cricket dominating country so this and- has been a very good experience for me where you know i got to you know converse with a few of colors and on just to know or from twitters and other that there is a cohort in our mm. nation which also supports basketball definitely and which also so nba is given that you know if i can call it that visibility of the sport and they've got it to india so it's it's been a great experience so far and karan let me correct you this is the second year that i've been an nba yeah, sport yeah you've been doing it for a few years yeah yeah no well, just two years yeah and Yeah. I, and I, I, and before koshik asked the next part of his question uh, i just want to say you know i'm glad you brought up the fact that as uh, you felt it was important as an indian player to represent to be on tv talking about basketball because um, you know as much as you can have you know nba experts and as much as you can have celebrities right. we actually need to have people who know who have real experience of playing basketball day in day out and then right. talking about basketball technically you know right. that right. i i i have been an nba fan for you know 20 25 years but oh, that okay. doesn't make me any smarter about actually understanding basketball tactics than someone who has been playing basketball seriously for all that time you know <laughs> so, no, so so i think yeah. that i think that's very important and i think it's important for indian nba fans to know that like so so i mean my challenge to you would be that the next time you do these shows you should give little facts about the indian basketball stories also <laughs> right just, right so it, you know Yeah, compare, maybe compare James yeah. Harden to Vishesh or something like that. <laughs> no, that's a very good insight. I think I should do that more often because at times it becomes so you know because it's because of the game that we're discussing. Although the anchor who's anchoring the show tends to ask me a few of my experiences of playing with the country and all of that, but I try my best to give them an insight to give the audience an insight of what Indian basketball is all about. Exactly. But I think I'll let me go back to them and tell them that I need to. Talk more Finland basketball, yes. and I just hope, <laughs> fingers crossed, that I'm invited for the next show. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> just Excellent. kidding. No, no, no. But you've given me a very, very thoughtful thing. I can definitely do that. Uh, That'll be great. Rafiq, do you have any predictions for the NBA playoffs that are going on right now? Uh, what, what your thoughts are about who's going to win it all and everything? I mean, I don't want to say state the obvious because <laughs> I would really don't want to see the obvious team winning the championship again, <laughs> you know. But so, but I'm really, I'm really hoping Celtics could do this this time, or maybe just reach the finals because Houston, as you know, is already two zero against Golden State, where they had a very close games, 
I was yeah. really vouching for Rockets to do something big or better than what they did last year. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I I would love to see Celtics play or Milwaukee maybe play GSW mm. and maybe challenging them and getting it to at least game seven if nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that would be pretty so, big. Yeah. The game seven in the finals. You know, yes, that would be pretty big. Yeah, and all the teams in the East, all the remaining teams in the East are pretty strong. So yes. whoever gets there, I think will give a real challenge. So yeah, even Toronto and all of that. You know, you never know. You never know how the NBA is so unpredictable. That by the time you reach game three, four, and if you manage to pull it to game five, six, it generally goes to game seven. Mm. So that's a great, and that'll be great to see. Let's see. Uh, Raspreet, thank you for joining us. So, so your next plan is you're you're uh, heading down for this camp in Bangalore. Yes. Um, and and long term, you know, so this year your year is going to be hopefully you play in a couple of international tournaments for India. Um, long term, what are you thinking uh, for your for your future? Are, are you going to continue sort of judge, uh, sort of, uh, you know, juggling both sides, your coaching and your and your playing? You know, that's that's a very good question because I keep asking myself the same. <laughs> so I, it's it's like, what do I do? Say, who or what I'll be doing five years down the lane? So I would definitely, you know, one thing is for sure, and which I'm pretty confident about it. Basketball is always going to be there. and i can't tell you whether i'll be playing or not for next 4 5 years but i would definitely be doing something to just be a good student as you you know quoted me sometime back in the show or just to be a spokesperson or to help the game develop in any or every way possible that for sure i know i will be associated with the game in some or the other way Karan and Kaushik, this is all I can, you know, this is all I can tell you for now. That's awesome to hear, Raspi. Thank you so much for joining us and bringing some positivity into our, you know, <laughs> dreadful basketball <laughs> fandom of India. Uh, and we wish you the best for for these. Um, I mean, you're gonna be in the team. We wish you the best when you when you make Thank it out you and, so and, and, and representing yeah. India. And uh, and hopefully we have some more miracles with the in, Indian national team later on this year. So th- yes. thanks a lot, Raspi, and. Um, Yeah, stay in touch. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. Thanks Karan. Thank you for, you know, having me on the show. Bye. Bye. Let's speak. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Good luck with everything. Bye. Thanks. Thank you so much. Bye. Coming on Hoop Darshan and uh just bringing this whole wide array of experiences, you know, both broadcasting, playing, coaching, everything. You know, she's uh she's obviously she, she, she's so deep rooted in Indian basketball. and there's so many people like this around the country who whose stories like i i wish i could just interview so many of them all the time because i i love hearing all of their stories yeah absolutely and especially like given how talented she is in like so many different walks of uh, walks of life uh, right from you know playing basketball to you know wanting to do things at the grassroots level to being in in the media it's it's a, it's a really like good perspective to get uh, um, get from her and yeah like you said at the end of the interview um really really good like positive sort of optimistic outlook which uh, both of us sometimes don't have <laughs> but she did finish with uh, some nba playoff uh, talk koshik yeah um so so I, i would like to hear from youtube we're recording this on the 1st of may so um every series i think has every series except the portland series the portland series has been just one game that yeah. was up 1-0 Every other series is is two, so Warriors are up two, and both the East series, as we had all thought 
are one one all. They're all closed. Yeah. So um, let's just quickly. Uh, which going forward, which which series do you have your eye on uh, to be, or which which series are you most excited for? Uh, definitely not Golden State Houston. I think it's been a bit of a disappointment in terms of like how uh, how close Houston were last year and us expecting the same. Um, that's just not happened. So maybe maybe not that. And I think Golden State's going to win that in like four or five. Um, five at most, I think. Uh, but coming back to the East, I think it's hard to pick between those two. Both of them, um, and, and we mentioned this in the previous time we spoke about the playoffs as well. All four of those teams, like anything could happen. Anybody could yeah. come out uh, victorious. And you you saw that in, in on display in the first two games as well. So Boston really dominated game one. Um, Milwaukee suddenly found their shooting touch today and like really pulled away in the third quarter. So like it it could just come down to you know who has a hot shooting night on that day. Um, but I think I think my favorite series is probably the other one, uh, Toronto versus yes, Philly, where too. there's just like so many different angles. Um, this it's a, it's a tactical battle in terms of like styles and <laughs> matchups and adjustments and stuff like that. It's it's exactly what you want from a playoff series. Like two um, on their days can be equally well matched teams, but also like very different in their in their styles and the way they are made up and everything. Um, so yeah, it's really good. And how how amazing is it to see Kawhi back in like peak Kawhi form? He, I love it. I'd forgotten like how good he is at this stage. Like he he's unbelievable. And I, I remember all those times when he used like where probably he wasn't as well known. And when he was called Claw, you know that yeah. nickname. Uh, and we used to like seriously man crush on him. Uh, he's he's still my favorite player in the NBA. Yeah. And, uh, and it's he always raises his game in the playoffs, so it's it's really impressive to see him doing it again. And I've, I and I agree with you. This is the series to watch, primarily. I mean, of course, because of Kawhi just single-handedly. You know, like like Toronto's always known to be. No matter how good they are, they always are. They, they, there's always they always feel like in the playoffs they're gonna mess up in some way. Yeah, exactly. And here comes Kawhi, who's basically got them both like stoic. Yeah, he's the anti like, that. Not, Nothing bothers him, you know. Yeah. He could, the, if he sees Drake, he probably doesn't even recognize who he is. Like it's just, <laughs> he goes on with his life, you know. And I think so. The, the so the the series has all that, and it also has. I think Philadelphia is one of the most like is the biggest enigma because yeah. on certain days they could play at such a high level. Yeah. And on certain days they could drop a dud. There there'll be times where Joel Embiid just looks like. That unquestionably the most unstoppable player in the conference. Yeah, exactly. And then on some days he's having the shits. Yeah. Like who? <laughs> who yeah, with, uh, with, with the other teams, like you know Boston, you, you know what yeah. the best version of them will look like. You know what the best yeah. version of Milwaukee will look like. And to an extent, you also know what the best version of Toronto will look like. But Philly just has like the widest range. They can look yeah. Yeah. so crap like they did in Game One. Yeah. Or, or you know, I, but I'm not 100% convinced. Like they have the time. Or you know the 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 freedom to sort of like find themselves through these playoffs. Um, so that's I, my big worry with them, I think. I agree. Their their starting five, which is a very good starting five on paper, actually did not play that many games together. Yeah. So it's uh, they are they are actually having the regular season ups and downs right now. Exactly. You know? So um so we'll see. And I just want to go quickly on the West, like uh, you mentioned, the Warriors Rocket series. Mm-hmm. It's oh, man, the two teams which. Uh, technically, play really beautiful basketball. Has the potential to play really ba- beautiful basketball. Yeah. But all we hear about is whining, 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 whining. Like yeah. get over it. The Rockets putting that audit of like the fouls. Come on. It yeah. is, it, it, it it reminds me a lot of um, you know in 2011 in the Champions League um, we had like four back to back Madrid Barca games and just like oh, killed. Oh my sport. god! Yeah. 
Yes, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it feels a lot like that. Like the attention is on everything but the basketball. I would say the redeeming quality of it all has been uh, Kevin Durant's play. He has just been otherworldly for the last few weeks. And yeah. you know, um, I was having this conversation with my brother where I I I I was convinced that Steph Curry is the MVP of this team. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 I mean, it wasn't by very much. It was just it, like just a little bit better. Yeah. But um, Durant has clearly the last, basically ever since Patrick Beverly tried to get in his nerves, mm-hmm. Durant suddenly woke up. You know, he said, "You know who I am," and yeah. he's at this level where the the void left by LeBron James of who's the best guy in the yeah. NBA on any given night. Yeah. It was Giannis in the regular season. I'm I'm gonna argue, it, but. Yeah. Or, or Harden on certain days. Yeah. But it's Durant. And it's not even a question right now the way he's playing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I definitely think it's it's very like um, filling the void type thing where, you know, Kevin Durant, I think he, he knows it, but he's sort of playing like the world, you better take notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I genuinely can't see them uh, losing this, even with all like the structural flaws that the Golden State team has. They don't, they're not playing like they normally do and everything else. But, Durant's just operating at like such a high level right now. Uh, I don't see anybody like really challenging them. Any thoughts on the final series? We haven't talked about uh, uh, the Nikola that, Jokic that delighting se- the whole world. That series can like not exist, and I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, I like I like Lillard. I think we feel like uh, I feel like we have to say something about his shot and his performance. Oh my goodness! Casey. Yes. Um, what a shot! Yeah, but that's that's enough. Enough talk about that series. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, y- y- my opinion of that series is that I really like the individuals in that mm-hmm. series. Yeah. But I agree with you. I'm not. I, I think whoever wins, I would feel the same way. Like there's no emotional. Yeah. I don't have. I'm not very emotionally invested. Yeah. I do. You're I really enjoy. In, you're not invested in any of those teams, and you're also probably like forecasting next round. Like it really doesn't matter whoever comes yes. through. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but that said, it'll be I'll be happy for one of those teams is going to be in the conference final, which is a big deal. So whoever makes it, yeah, will can kind of consider it already consider it a successful season. So congrats to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, obviously by the time we record this, um, the next time, uh, uh, next episode number seventy-seven, a lot more would have happened. Um, but that such such is the nature of the playoffs, and like it's it's. The best part of the calendar year for me. Um, yes, definitely. And, um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. And we can. I can't wait to break it down with you, Karan, in in another couple of weeks. For sure. Um, Kaushik, thank you again for, you know, an illuminating hour of basketball conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. Chatting basketball with you, Karan. Um, and yeah, as always, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to. Um, listen, hoop session and listening to us if you have any questions if you have any comments feel free to hit us up Karan is at Hoopistani on Twitter and at underscore Kaushik7 the podcast is at Hoop Darshan we're also available on Facebook SoundCloud Podbean and, and a bunch of other places so um, tell us what you think of um, Raspreet tell us what you think of uh, anything we might have mentioned and until next time hashtag India Basketball <laughs>